Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue our series about the prophet Jonah. And today we're going to read Jonah chapter 1 together in its entirety, starting in verse 1. The Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold. So the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this, he shouted. Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods and caused the terrible storm. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. Why has this awful storm come against us now, they demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for they had already told them he was running away from the Lord. Okay, why did you do it? They groaned. And since the storm was getting worse at the time, they asked him, What should we do to you to stop this storm? Throw me in the sea, Jonah said, and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. Instead, the sailors rowed even harder to get the ship to the land, but the stormy sea was too violent for them, and they couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. O Lord, they pleaded, don't make us die for this man's sin, and don't hold us responsible for his death. O Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. Then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea, and the storm stopped at once. The sailors were awestruck by the Lord's great power, and they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Okay, so today I want to quickly talk to you about a wonderful truth that's found in Jonah chapter 1, that even despite our rebellion, And even despite our sin, God still pursues us. Now, maybe you didn't see that in the story. Maybe you've always thought about Jonah as somebody that God was punishing. But when Jonah ran from God out of disobedience, what did God do? He pursued him. And the reason that God pursued Jonah wasn't to pay him back for his disobedience. It was to bring Jonah back into his purpose, into his plan, into his will. God, the creator and sustainer of all things, used nature to intervene into Jonah's life. He uses a great storm to create fear among the sailors who decide to throw Jonah into the sea in order to calm the storm. See, the storm is just an instrument of God's purpose, of God's grace. And on the surface, it can seem like God is punishing Jonah. But when you look closely, and when you understand this story, you realize that God is actually doing the very best thing for Jonah. 
He's bringing Jonah back into his plan for his life. He could have let Jonah run away and just been done with Jonah because of his disobedience. But instead, God came after Jonah and used this storm in order to bring Jonah back. When a friend struggles with an addiction and you intervene in order to help your friend, it might involve some kind of drastic step which can be interpreted by people in the midst of their addiction as something unloving or mean. But the motivation behind you taking those steps is love, is concern, is a desire for the person to be whole and restored. And this is what God wanted for Jonah. See, God loves us so much that he will not, he does not want to let us self-destruct. He not only will use storms, but he'll also send fish He'll send whatever it takes to get our attention because his grace is relentless. His grace and love is limitless. It has no bounds. So in the story of Jonah, we see a God who pursues his people. A God who will, who will not only put up with our rebellion and our running, but who's willing to come after us and bring us back to himself. John 15, 13 says that there's no greater love than one who lays down his life for his friends. And Jesus' story is that he came into this world to pursue us, to find us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He came and laid himself down in order to draw us back in to God's purpose and God's plan and God's love. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you today that you are the pursuing God, that you come after us, that you leave the 99 in order to go and find the one, that you are still seeking and saving all who are lost. And I pray today, God, that we will realize that you and bringing correction into our life isn't for punishment's sake, but it's to produce in us righteousness. It's to produce in us uh, right living. It's to produce in us fruit, God, and fruit that will last. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.